Hello and welcome to this another edition of Words from the Word of God. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today's message takes us into the Gospel of John, chapter 4. The Gospel of John, chapter 4. As the Lord leads, I would like to read verse 1 down through verse 30 and then jump over to verse 39 through the end of the chapter, verse 42. Uh, and we'll read that right now. And as always, I ask you to open up, if you have access to the Word of God, open up to the Gospel of John chapter 4 and read along with us. The Word of God tells us here, When therefore the Lord knew how the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, though Jesus himself baptized not but his disciples, he left Judea and departed again into Galilee. And Listen closely to verse 4. And he must needs go through Samaria. Then cometh he to the city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, Sychar, near the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus saith unto her, Give me to drink. For his disciples were gone away unto the city by meat. Then said the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, askest drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it was that saith unto thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked him, and he would have given you, or given thee, living water. The woman saith unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence then hast thou that living water? Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us this well, and drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle? Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life speaking of the holy spirit coming in and making bringing her from death to life uh you know giving bringing her from that spirit of damnation uh, of sin and death to spiritual life bringing her into a new creation verse 15 the woman saith unto him sir give me this water that i thirst not neither come th hither to draw Jesus said unto her, Go, call thy husband, and come hither. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said unto her, Thou hast well said, I have no husband. For thou hast had five husbands, and he whom thou now hast is not thy husband. In that sayest thou truly. The woman saith unto him, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Our fathers worship in this mountain, and ye say that in Jerusalem is a place where men ought to worship. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet in Jerusalem or at Jerusalem worship the Father. Ye worship ye know not what. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. 
But the hour cometh and now is when true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The woman saith unto him, I know that Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. When he is come, he will tell us all things. Jesus saith unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. And upon this came his disciples and marveled that he talked with this woman. Yet no man said, What seekest thou, or why talkest with her? The woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city and saith to the men, Come see a man which told me all things that I ever did. Is not this the Christ? That's verse 29. Now we jump over to verse 39. And many of the Samaritans of the city believed on him for the saying of the woman which testified, He told me all I ever did. So when the Samaritans were come unto him, they besought him that he would tarry with them, and he abode there two days. And many more believed because of his own word. And he said unto the woman, Now we believe not because of thy saying, for we have heard him ourselves, and know that this is indeed Christ, the Savior of the world. You know, this chapter in John, the Word of God, you know, tells us here that the Lord uh, deals and ministers to a variety of people. First, the sinful Samaritan woman, then his own disciples, then the the many of the whole, many people of the whole community of Samaritans, and finally the noble man in his household. What do all these have in common? Well, faith in Jesus Christ is the answer to that. The word of God here in John's gospel is showing one significant truth, that it is how various kinds of classes of people can come and believe in Jesus as the Son of God. There is no one too dirty. There is no one too sinful. There is no one unwor- too unworthy. For we are all, we're all, if you are born again, at one point in your life, you were in the same shape. And we might as well consider this right now. We are still not worthy of the wonderful salvation through Jesus Christ. But I want to point out something here. See, we must look at the at the uh, position or the opposition between the Jews, if I may say the opposition of the Jews and the Samaritans at the time. At that time, you must see, and I want to point this out, verse 4, he says, he must needs go through Samaria. An Orthodox Jew at that time would have avoided Samaria with all costs because there was a long-standing, deep-seated hatred between them and the Samaritans. Jews completely hated them, and they would in no way be found going through Samaria. Jesus could have taken the longer route and went along the seacoast and crossed over the Jordan and went through Perea to get back to Galilee. But instead, he said he said it in his heart. He had a divine appointment in his heart to go through Samaria. There, there was that deep hated uh, relationship, that deep hatred between the two. 
The Jews, the Samaritans, were a mixed race of people. They were part Jew and part Gentile. That means non-Jew. They this this uh, community or the this place of Samaria grew out of the Assyrian captivity of the ten northern tribes of Israel in 727 BC. But not only that, they were rejected by the Jews, and by because they were rejected of the Jews, they set up and established their own temple and religious services in Mount Gerizim, as we saw there, she mentioned in verse 20, she said, in this mountain we worship. And in Jerusalem, you say that's where uh, true worshipers need to go, to Jerusalem. But they had set up their own religious establishment. And this further uh, fanned the flames of hatred between the Jews and Samaritans. In other words, a Jew would not be caught anywhere near would not even be caught dead anywhere near a Samaritan. Yet Jesus, who is the Jewish Messiah, had it and placed it and had it in his heart, the divine appointment that he must needs go through Samaria. Why? Because he knew that this woman needed to be led into salvation by placing her faith in him he she needed to be introduced to the savior of the world jesus christ himself it did not matter what the reputation was of this woman it did not matter what her beliefs were it did not matter what she looked like it did not matter how she was dressed it did not matter what she was doing Jesus saw the need of her heart to receive him and, re and be born into the family of God and receive salvation through faith. I am so troubled that this young man uh, went to this church and he was, he was scorned by the people because he was dressed the way he was dressed and he had dirt and he had a bad reputation. It happened at a local church uh, here in my community and I don't want to mention the church. That's not that's not uh, important here. What is important is the eternal state of this young man's soul. And I want to tell you the story. This young man was invited by a member of a local church to come and join in the, the fellowship and hear the gospel and hear the word of God. When he arrived that Sunday morning, he, his dress evidently did not suit the ones that were there, the members of the church. And he had dirt on his face, and they knew of his reputation. And because of this, they shunned him openly and, and verbally shunned him. And this so much to the point that this young man got up and walked out of the church. And he called the member of the church that had invited him, and he told him because of the way he was treated, he would never dart the doors of another church. That is shameful. And Christ right here sets the example of us as a witness for him. We must sometimes needs go through Samaria. It doesn't matter about a person's appearance. It doesn't matter about a person's reputation or their past. If we want to look down our righteous nose at them, maybe we need to remember who we used to be and what we used to do before we experienced the grace of God through placing our faith in Christ Jesus himself. 
what we have been brought from to what we have been brought to. And it is only by the mercy, love, and grace of God that we are who we are. And it is only by the blood of Christ that we can say we are a son or daughter of the Most High God. But you, we need to also understand when we look down our righteous nose at a sinner in the world that we are only sinners ourselves saved by the marvelous and amazing grace of God through Jesus Christ our Lord. It is not about who they are. It's about what he did. It's not about what they do. It's about who he is. It's not about us. It's about bringing that soul and leading that soul to Christ. And when we look down our righteous nose and we judge someone just by looking at them and not taking the gospel to them, we are ignoring the, the example of our Savior set here in the gospel of John chapter 4. He did not care about that this woman was a Samaritan woman. He didn't care about the, the hatred that Jews had for her. He was a Jewish Savior. He was a Jew himself, yet he found the the divine appointment in his heart to go and bring the gospel, the good news, the living water, the spiritual birth into her life. And not only that, you must understand the significance of her salvation. You see, she went and told others, her friends, other Samaritans that were rejected, other souls that were rejected by society at the time. She went and told them about Jesus. And what happened? They came to saving faith in Jesus. All because Jesus must needs go through Samaria. We need to understand something. Sometimes when we want to avoid a sinner for whatever reason, who they are, what their past is, when we want to avoid them by the way they look, because of the way they look, or they don't have this kind of dress or that kind of dress or this kind of outfit or that kind of, or what we think is acceptable. Sometimes we need to remember who we were and what we were doing when Jesus came through and came to our Samaria. When we were rejected of society, when our family were rejecting what we were doing and who we are and who we were, we need to understand we were at the same well, at the same well in Samaria when Jesus came by and gave us and brought us into saving faith and give us that living water of the Holy Spirit that continues to spring up inside of us. And we need to show and let his light and his love shine through our hearts to a lost and dying world. They, they, the, the eternal state of a soul is at stake every time you come across a sinner in the world and you are saved. You're truly born again. You have truly received Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you hear that voice inside of you saying, why don't you go talk to them? Why don't you go say something to them? Why don't you go tell them about me? Why don't you go tell them about the wonderful gift of grace and salvation that comes through my blood and by placing their faith in me? Tell them about what I did for them. Tell them about what I did for you. And not look down at a righteous nose. Sometimes we need to remember 
who we were and what we were doing when Jesus came through our Samaria. And sometimes we must too needs go through a Samaria in the world to reach that one that's lost. Thank you so much for joining me today and I look forward to the next time that we can share in a word from the Word of God. God bless. Thank <laughs> you.